From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Monday the 20th of February 2023. Good afternoon. In today's Spotlight story, we run through Biden's trip to Kyiv. This isn't the only thing happening in the world, though, so we'll run through three of today's other important stories. And in our exclusive Nebula section, I sit down with Rory and discuss Boris Johnson's Privileges Committee investigation. But first, why is the US president in Ukraine? US President Joe Biden has made a surprise visit to Kyiv, where he's met with President Volodymyr Zelensky in a major show of support for Ukraine. A number of streets in Kyiv were shut down, and videos of a significant US motorcade sparked much speculation on social media on Monday morning, until the news was confirmed by the Ukrainian government. President Zelensky has said the visit is the most important visit of the whole history of US-Ukraine relations. A White House statement said Biden was there to reaffirm the US's unwavering and unflagging commitment to Ukraine's democracy, sovereignty and territorial integrity. It's Biden's first visit to Ukraine since Russia's full-scale invasion was launched almost a year ago. Though Biden and Zelensky did meet a few weeks ago when the Ukrainian president made his own surprise visit to Washington, D.C. The trip was kept under wraps due to obvious security concerns. According to the New York Times, Biden travelled to Kyiv by crossing the border from Poland by train. The White House had previously said last week that they had no plans to make such a visit during Biden's visit to Poland this week. Biden and Zelensky discussed long-range weapons and a new military aid package worth $500 million, with more details to be announced on Tuesday. In a statement, Biden said when Putin launched his invasion nearly one year ago, he thought Ukraine was weak and the West was divided. He thought he could outlast us. But he was dead wrong. Meanwhile, European Union foreign ministers, as well as Ukraine's foreign minister, are gathering in Brussels for talks on issues including Ukraine, supply of ammunition and sanctions on Russia. Away from Kiev, the fighting continues, particularly in the eastern Donbass region. Yesterday, President Zelensky claimed that Ukraine was inflicting extraordinarily significant losses on Russian forces near the town of Volodar, a view shared by the UK's Ministry of Defence, which said Russia's elite 155th and 40th Naval Infantry Brigades have sustained very high losses. Further afield, the US has accused China of providing non-lethal support to Russia and suggesting that Beijing might be considering providing lethal support to Russia. US Secretary of State Antony Blinken said this would mean serious consequences for China. Okay, so that's the biggest story of the day, but there's a lot more going on around the world. So here's a rundown of three other stories. There's been a lot of speculation in the UK recently that a deal between the British government and the European Union over Northern Ireland's post-Brexit trading arrangements will be announced imminently. It was widely reported that we could get an announcement on a deal this week, though it's now been reported that Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has put things on pause amid potential backlash from senior Conservatives and Northern Irish Unionists who strongly oppose any European Court of Justice oversight in Northern Ireland, which is likely to form a part of Sunak's deal. It comes after ex-Prime Minister Boris Johnson, whose self-proclaimed oven-ready Brexit deal of 2019 has proved anything but, made an intervention by warning Rishi Sunak not to ditch legislation put forward by Johnson that would give the UK government the power to unilaterally override the previous deal. 
For Sunak, securing a deal with the EU will be tough, but facing off against the likes of Boris Johnson and other Eurosceptics is also a significant challenge. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine, or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Yesterday, North Korea claimed they fired an intercontinental ballistic missile on Saturday, claiming that it was proof of their fatal nuclear counterattack capabilities. Japan claimed that the missile hit just 200 kilometres off an island within its exclusive economic zone. The Associated Press has claimed that this launch was the first from North Korea since the 1st of January 2023. Then, on Monday morning, the North Korean government launched another two missiles, with them confirming that the two projectiles were aimed at targets 245 and 209 miles away. Again, state media claimed that these launches demonstrated its nuclear capacity. It's understood that these exercises were a warning from Kim Yo-jong, Kim Jong-un's sister. She said that the US were openly showing their greed and were trying to gain the military upper hand and the predominant position in the Korean peninsula. In the latest update in the Iran nuclear weapons development story, it's been reported that atomic monitors have detected enriched uranium in the country that's just below nuclear weapons grade. The International Atomic Energy Agency is now trying to find out how Iran has enriched uranium to 84% purity, the highest level found by inspectors in the country yet. The Iranian regime has claimed that its atomic program is for peaceful purposes, although Western leaders have claimed that it is actually working towards a nuclear weapon. This news comes at a time when Iran is isolated from the international community, with nuclear talks between Iran and world powers being suspended. Furthermore, Tehran has recently accused Israel of a drone strike on a weapons depot, further inflaming tensions with the international community. In the final uplifting story in the Daily Briefing today, we discuss some newly passed legislation in Utah. Recently, the Utah State Legislature unanimously approved a bill that banned LGBTQ conversion therapy. The fact that representatives from all sides came together to pass the bill has surprised journalists, charity workers and others, with Equality Utah Executive Director Troy Williams telling Fox 13 News that this is politics at its very best, when stakeholders from all sides can come together, listen to each other, learn from each other and discover common ground. That's all we have time for on YouTube today, but if you want to see our discussion of Boris Johnson's Privileges Committee investigation, then watch the extended ad-free edition of The Daily Briefing over on Nebula. That's the streaming service we're building with a bunch of our creator friends, many of whom you're likely to be already watching. That means that by signing up, you not only get an extended ad-free daily briefing every single day, you also get to watch exclusive and ad-free videos from the best educational creators on YouTube. That's things like Real Life Law's incredible Modern Conflicts, which breaks down contemporary disputes around the world, Neo's Underexposure, which beautifully dives into complex and shadowy topics you've always wanted to know more about, or Extremities from Wendover Productions, which uncovers some of the world's most remote places. All of these are only available on Nebula, just like our extended daily briefings and a whole bunch of other exclusive TLDR content which never comes to YouTube. If you want to sign up, use the link in the description so that they know you came through us. That helps us out a whole lot, as does watching on Nebula more generally. So thanks for signing up and we'll see you on Nebula. <laughs> oh god, this is difficult.
no. <laughs> <laughs> He's not ready at all. <laughs>